from Orange County, California, this is the RTWJ Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the RTWJ Podcast. Yeah, going to be a little bit of a shorter episode today. Is Uh, it? It is. Okay. Well, we have the opportunity to still record in person, so better to do it in person for a shorter time than uh, remote. But remote's okay, too. That's what she said. Oh, okay. Um, All right, let's get started because we just have nothing else to talk about, so... (laughs) <laughs> just kidding. You are something um, else. This episode, though, is short for a specific reason, right? So we talk about politics, talk about the same thing every time we talk about, you know, politics Absolutely. and the movement of our country and what's going on within our country and this and this and that. So, you know, a lot of stuff has been going on in, in, in government um, lately with the pass of, you know, a funding bill, stuff like that. We're not going to get into the specifics too much today. Right. But this episode is genuinely a plea to all of you. And it is a plea to you to understand the magnitude of what it means this election. I don't know how else to say it. I don't know how else to ask you guys. I don't know how else to convince you. But we are at a time in American history where the threat a fascism and a dictatorship is more possible than it ever has been before. And I don't say this lightly. I do not say it lightly. But let's go back. How did Hitler get into power, right? What kind of pushed him into this regime that caused a mass genocide and killing of innocent people based on religion, based on hatred? It started with how it's happening now. Do tell. We got MAGA Republicans, right? They stand behind this guy, Trump. They stand behind him and they praise him. Right now, these are actual legislation. You rob a store, death penalty. They're saying this. You sell drugs, death penalty. Everything is leading to this. And what do the MAGA they do? Yes, Trump. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, MAGA Republicans. Everything that spews out of this horrible man's mouth. The dehumanization of migrants. Woo, MAGA, woo! The ban of books. The exploitation of minorities and people of color. The disrespect to natives of this country. Banning, like I said, books. Right. Stopping colleges from teaching curriculum that has to do with race and critical race theory, for example. Targeting people who are seeking gender-affirming care. Targeting individuals with LGBTQIA plus individuals. This was the same thing that happened. They repressed and oppressed minorities and different kinds of people. I guarantee you one thing. Trump and MAGA Republicans hate about every one of us. And a majority of those who listen to our show, you probably fall in that group too. Absolutely. Where you're not liked. So I guess one thing that kind Sorry, of... Sorry, really No, yeah, no, that. great, perfect, excellent. No, I think kind of as an example of something that just happened that really uh, kind of highlights how, how far gone it is and how polarized it is. So it's October 4th today. So we just are on the heels of Kevin McCarthy no longer being the Speaker of the House. So he was ousted, what was it, like yesterday or a day yes, ago? Yes, yesterday, yeah. So... <clears throat> Kind of what what that comes to, what comes to mind for me. So Kevin McCarthy, obviously, um, especially if you listen to our show and kind of our ideology and kind of the messaging we promote, 
he's not our guy. We 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 well understand that. Okay. What but what happened? You know, he basically what was it? It was all about the spending bill that they just passed to avert the government shutdown. Uh, he ultimately, in the end, some compromises were made to be able to get something that went to the president's desk and it was signed. Right. So he's not much of a reach across the aisle guy. We know this, but in at least the spending bill, there was some sense, a, a minimal sense of cooperation between him and Democrats and other people in the House. He does that and they push to get rid of him and they got rid of him. The one MAGA person. Republicans. The MAGA Republicans. One person led it. Who was that fool? Matt Gates. That Matt Gates. beaver-looking heathen. Nasty, yeah, disgusting human. Sexual yes. predator, might I add. So I guess what, what, what kind of my point in bringing that up or describing that is we're not going to have compromise. Just like how John is saying, how the danger. There's not going to be. It is truly they have their platform and nothing is going to stop them. So even a compromise on a temporary spending bill, which I think is only supposed to last till like November, it's days, it's yeah. very it's very you know short term. They're getting rid of him because he deviated on that one little thing. So compromise is not an option. There is no compromise. There is no middle ground. They are it's their way or the highway. That is that is where they're at. And that you know part of that MacArthur thing really just I guess that was my takeaway from it. It doesn't matter. It truly, they are going to follow their ideology to the end. Nobody is going to stop them. They'll even get rid of anyone that slightly goes against them, like he did with getting that spending bill. So just to your point, that situation yesterday really is just another example of that. Inaction, real action happening, real a real situation at work. So I got my notes here too, like you do. Uh, my notes, <laughs> I, I, I barely have notes. <coughs> Crazy. This is not anymore. People say that, both parties are the same, right? That they both, oh, they both had their hidden agenda. Okay, you know what? It's true. For example, Dianne Feinstein, senator that was 90 years old, oh, longest Lord. serving senator in California yes. history. Oh, yes, yes. She led the, the the right for women and, you know, she paved the road for them to be part of, you know, major positions in government. But let me tell you, if you're for the people, you're not a billionaire. A billionaire is not for the people. That's all I'll say. Bless her heart. But she became a billionaire. I don't think she worked that much for the people selling stocks, investing in yeah. multiple stocks, sell-offs at very specific times where she knew things were going to happen. Legislation she voted on to help prove and maximize her stock presence. Well, yeah, of course. Okay. Oh, we yeah. Get that, right? There's, there's, you know what? That's true. Okay, I'll give you guys that. But it's not. Because I can compare how the economy does be, be under Republicans and Democrats. I can show you and compare... Which party oppresses gay individuals, people of color, women, and so forth? I can talk about every specific issue that I can. I can talk about which party tends to shut down the government every single time we have a shutdown. I can tell you which government passes law that make it harder for us to have basic human rights. Okay? Yeah. I can bring on that. But this is no longer that issue. It's not about both parties are the same. Because frankly, they're not. Yeah, guys, we're not. They're not. We're not in the 2000s. I mean, a lot of people, when they say that, you're thinking of like the 90s, the 2000s, you know, George Bush type Republicans, mm -hmm. that that style. That's not what we're dealing nope. with anymore. That, that nope. was 20, 30 years ago. You could maybe make that argument of they're very similar. There's, there's similarities. We're not in the Bush era anymore. This is a new regime, a new front. 
It's it's not like it was before. People that say that, I know, especially a lot of, here I go stereotyping, older people really tend to bring up a lot about like the Bush times, the Clinton times. Very different, much more civil, we could say, than it is now. We're not in that civility like we were in those times. No, absolutely not. And, I, and we, we, could, we, could, we could keep going, honestly. Yeah. We can keep talking about all these issues, right? We can keep talking about what's happened. We can talk about what's going on, what's, what's, what's moving forward. But it is no... Basically, I'll put it this way. I'm not a Democrat, but... Voting Democrat will practically save my life, the people I love, and the people of this country. That's how impactful it is, which I am Democrat, but I'm putting it in that perspective. Right. If I was nothing, if I had, if I just randomly reincarnated, boom, at the age of 30 as a human being, and I was placed with two different parties to who to vote for, you bet your sweet behind, I'm voting for Democrat. This week has been especially interesting, right? Okay. That is why I'm going to bring this up. So... This past week, starting September 18th, a lot of stuff has been going on in government that led us to where we're at now. So I can show you guys specifically why each party is not the same. We'll talk about it with Marcus. So there's no question to which party deserves our support. I'm going to say it right out flat. Right. The Democratic Party needs it right now because we are at a pinnacle, pinnacle moment. So this week, one example is Joe Biden's administration took an initiative to remove people's credit, remove medical debt from people's credit score, right? So I do support that. Because a lot of people have difficulty paying medical, basic healthcare services. Now they have to deal with that and their credit score and blah, 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 blah. He did that, right? He did that. He tried to do that to improve the credit rating of a lot of people, right? Now, from the GOP, they denied that, right? Right. And again, this is the Democratic Party brought us the Affordable Care Act that, you know, brought a lot of people... Um, you know, healthcare, and it prevented people being denied for pre-existing health conditions. That was a great benefit, though it comes with a lot of strict, you know, strings that we both understand. Yeah. Some work. That's that's true. Um, they just passed legislation to decrease uh, prescription drug prices. We saw that. I mean, these are all beneficial things, right? So, of course, what do we have in the other side? Republicans voted against lowering prices for prescription drug prices. They are proposing cutting Medicaid and Medicare and Social Security. Okay, they tried to repeal the ACA um, about almost 100 times, actually. Republicans in a majority, when you pull their donors and their, and their, and their super PACs and, and how they fundraise, a majority of them are supported and backed by Big Pharma. Heavily oh, sure. funded by Big Pharma. So they don't care about you. They do not care about any of that. They don't care that your credit gets denied because you can't pay your bills. They don't care about anything of that, right? And then finally... Joe Biden this week announced the White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention. So he wants to kind of lead that spearhead. You know. Which has been a huge problem, especially these right. past few years. Because we know this. I'm going to say it again. Thoughts and prayers, not enough. No. We've said that so many times. That's the easy line. What do the Republicans want? Oh, guns are our God-given right. Guns are... We cannot do anything about the deaths. Mike Pence, during the debate, <laughs> said, if you kill people you are going to get the death penalty, right? You're going to get the death penalty and it's not going to take 20 years. It's going to take five years. What kind of effing rhetoric is that? So you're telling me that, okay, someone that's going to commit gun violence or shoot people up, right? Yes. Okay, well, oh, wait, I might get the death penalty. But the majority of them either get killed by- I was going to say, them, that was my thing. unaliving themselves during the shootout, police unaliving them or some sort of other instance. 
Yes, they're they're usually doing it we with don't the care. mindset of I, yeah. I'm gonna die. We don't care that hundreds of people are getting killed by gunfire. We don't care about that. Yeah, we do not care about that, but we care about punishing that. So let's we're gonna let that. That's what GOP is saying. We're gonna let that happen first, then you'll get the death penalty. Why are we need solving this issue from the beginning? Well, that riles me. Oh yes, let's let's wipe them out. But again, like we just said, yeah, they you go when you go when you're gonna do a mass shooting, uh, you w- w- from the psychology right and all the analysis, you're not going you're going with the assumption that you possibly probably will be taken out yourself by some means. So you don't have anything to lose when you're doing that. So the threat of a of the death penalty in five years is not exactly going to be. Like, well, let me rethink that. The whole activity is based on that risk of you being involved in it. So let's see what you think about this one. This next one. Again, here's another example of how the parties are not the same. President Joe Biden went to the strike with the United Auto Workers in Detroit, Michigan, to support and voice his support for these workers. In one of his quotes, he said, "They deserve the value that they helped create." Right? He went okay. out there. He supported them. Took pictures. The Republican nominee, Donald Trumpster Dumpster, took pictures also with so-called union workers. When in fact, I mean, this is going to blow your minds. It's proven it's there. The people he took pictures with weren't even union members. In fact, they were all subscribed to specific union busting positions. And they got po- they got posters where well, they're took actors. Yes. That happens. With yes. Him. Actors. What kind of dystopian propaganda Russian influence kind of thing is going on? If that truly doesn't, if that alone doesn't give you a sense of what the GOP and these MAGA Republicans really are for, then you can get the F out of this country and go live in a fascist one and make your country another planet. Because I don't know what to tell you. How can you support someone like this? How can you support people with this rhetoric? This is truly an episode of a plea for help, even though it's short. Sure. But it is a plea to focus on what we need to do because it's no longer about, oh, but the Republicans are more conservative in the economy and this and that and saving stuff. I'll give you an example of Republicans who actually do good jobs here in South Orange County, for example. Many communities in South Orange County have a very conservative fiscal approach. Yes. That's why they've made a pretty good improvement in maintaining their city's financial structure and their credit rating specifically for an agency that me and Marcus work for, maintain a very positive credit rating right. because our board of directors is conservative in nature. But they recognize human rights. They recognize the ability for employees to feel valued. They recognize the ability to make sure that minorities feel valued. Right. They respect it and they call out bigotry, hatred, racism, and so forth. So I know where my company's values stand at. Even right. though the board of directors is a majority those who lean in conservative favors. Let me say this to those um, those of you who are like, I'm, I can't vote Democrat. I, I have certain values. I'll, I'll be completely honest. You cannot get me to vote for a tax increase if my life depends on it. I personally am very anti-tax. I am. So from like that conservative mindset, I 100% with you. Any tax measure that comes on my ballot pretty much is a no automatically the thing is 
going back to the whole thing of how we're saying like, oh, that like the, the conservative thinking of like the Bush times, right? And oh, that's what the Republican Party was about. 20, 30 years ago, you're right. That was. They were about the economy, about not having so much regulation, about trying to cut taxes. Back then, yes. But like John said now, why do I vote for Democrat candidates in, in elections? Now it's not a matter of, we're not talking about economic differences, you know, hey, economic policy. We're not talking about policy differences. We are literally talking about people who, for example, our LGBTQ plus community, they do not want us to exist. It's no longer about the taxes. It's no longer about the regulation. It's about people's existence and welfare. That's, that's where we're at now. And we have to understand that. Uh, for example, any conservative candidate that I see on my ballot that says they're about traditional family values is an absolute no. Absolute no for me too. Absolute no. I don't I care what. I don't nope. care. Me, because me they're going to attack me, my rights. They're, 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 no. <clears throat> and that's where we're at now. That, like John said, literally, it's, it, the vote is not about policy differences. It's people's existence. We only have to keep. And so, for those of you that listen, that maybe do lean conservative in some areas, and you're like, "Well, I should vote Republican because th- those align with my values." We're not in the Bush years anymore. Nope. Understand that. So it, it, they it, can care just, less yeah. about your economy. Here's one last thing that I wanted yeah. to say before we go. Sure, I know we, we're short. Just here. this past Thursday, when they had to vote to prevent the, shut, the government shutdown, the Democrats had all 213 members in the, of the House ready in the chambers to vote to help prevent the government to being shut down, okay? They had everyone there, ready to vote. Republicans, they couldn't stop fighting so much during their own them, them own selves that they couldn't even take a vote. Kevin McCarthy, when he was Speaker of the House at that time, sent everyone home. <laughs> sent everyone home because he couldn't yeah. even manage the people that... Because they're so out of control. They're, they're so crazy, yeah. I'm sure Matt Gates was really supportive of getting the vote done, too. I'm sure he was nothing but helpful. <laughs> so the Republican so. people, the House is, the house is oh, led hello. by the Republicans. Yes. Couldn't even get themselves together to vote to prevent a government shutdown. But the Democrats had all 213 members present, ready, and taking action to vote to help continue funding our government. So when you tell me they're the same, they're not. There is a major difference, major, major difference. I don't know if you can hear me. My microphone went the other way. But there's a major difference here of what is going on. And frankly, this is a plea to all of you from everyone here at RTWJ, interns, our legal team, our partners, our, our firm partners here, our attorneys. We are asking you to please, please, Consider what's at stake this election. Absolutely. I don't like Joe Biden either. I don't. He is too old. Oh, It is the truth. Yes. But God help me and help us because we're at a point where we can end up in a situation yeah. where we're going to regret not taking action when we have the chance. Yeah. Again, it's not policy. It's people's lives and existence and well-being at this point. That's where we're at. So it's, it's very different. Sorry, if you loved Bush or you were from the Bush times, um, this isn't George Bush anymore, okay? I really wish it was someone like Yeah, him. oh yeah. We could manage that compared to what we're dealing with now. Okay. We'll continue this conversation again 
Absolutely. We're not done. For all of us here at the RTWJ Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Marcus. And we will catch you guys uh, later in October. Take care. You've been listening to the RTWJ podcast. Follow us on social media at Instagram and Facebook at the RTWJ podcast. We'll catch you on the next episode.